privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Join Rabbit and Red Radio Network on Patreon for exclusive shows, content, swag, and more. For the low price of $2 per month, you can join the family. So check us out at patreon.com slash network one That's patreon.com slash network the number one. Welcome to Grandpa's Playlist, the show where I play music and I hope you like it. Now, on with the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Grandpa's Playlist. I am Paul, a.k.a. Grandpa the Nerd, and I welcome you to another episode here on Rabbit and Red Radio. Hope you enjoyed the last episode you listened to of uh, Roads on the Rocks, because I obviously did. I love listening to Roads on the Rocks. It's got He's got good music. I'm not going to lie. He's got good music. Are they all winners? Not for me, but they're still good nonetheless. Can't always like everything. If you liked everything, I think you'd have a boring life. Um, but anyway, I did learn something from John Rhodes last week. If you're a follower of our Facebook page or a follower of uh, Reb and Red on TikTok, you'll know he taught us how to make a whiskey do. And every time I say whiskey do, I hear him whiskey do. So it's like you know. So it's one of those things. So whenever, so I learned how to make one, and I was appreciative of it. I was appreciative of it, and I'm glad he took us through it. Southern Comfort, not in my cabinet. I had to use Jack. But at least he gave us the recipe. 
Because I'm not a fan, believe it or not. Some people are like, are you dumb? Maybe. Maybe I am. I don't like Mountain Dew, regular Mountain Dew. Like the Halloween flavors and the other flavors I'm a big fan of. But that good old-fashioned green Mountain Dew, I can't stand it. But you put it in some alcohol, it's a whole nother ball game. Whole nother ball game. But no, I'm not a big fan of good regular Mountain Dew. And I'm not a fan of all their flavors either. There's just some like the Overdrive that is exclusive here in this region at Casey's. And some of the other flavors I really enjoy. But the basic flavor, no. Some of the other flavors, no. But hey, we're not here to discuss my love of Mountain Dew or lack thereof. We're here to talk about music. We're here to talk about albums. And here's an album I have for you. I thought I'd pull this one out. Um, I've had friends who are like, really? Whoa, I didn't know that. So I'm going to do that. And hopefully you guys have a whoa, I didn't know that moment. But if you do know this album and you're familiar with it, that's fine too. Because that means you're just a huge music fan like me. So what do I have for you? Well, I have the debut album from October of 1978 from Whitesnake called Trouble. Now, I know some of you are thinking, wait a minute. Whitesnake, that's the band my grandfather listened to. Yes, it is. But this isn't your grandfather's Whitesnake. This is your great-grandfather's Whitesnake, depending on your age. Um, Yes, from October of 1978, the album was called Trouble. Um, a little tidbit about this. Um, David Coverdale had just left Deep Purple. And he did a solo album called White Snake. Um, not one word like the band. It was split in two. You know, White Space Snake. White Snake. Um, in 1977. And did it do well? I don't know. I don't have the facts on that album. I just have the facts that that's the album he did. And then in 78, he did a second solo album called Northwinds. Now, I've heard some stuff off Northwinds. It's really good. Um, But the record company said, hey, let's do an album, and we'll call the band David Coverdale's White Snake. So they went in the studio, and they started recording Trouble. Now, while they were recording Trouble, his first son was born. Thus, that's where the name Trouble came. Now, I don't know if it's because, you know, oh, no, I'm having a kid. Life's going to change. This is going to be big trouble, or, you know, who knows why, but... His son being born influenced him to name the album Trouble. And, um, but he was, like I said, the record company wanted it to be called David Coverdale's White Snake because they wanted to sell records. And they thought using the clout of Coverdale would sell the albums. And if it just was White Snake, people would be like, I don't know. Because record companies think we're dumb and that we can't look at the linear notes on the back and say, hey, David Coverdale is in this band. He was in Deep Purple. I'm going to pick it up. Corporations think we're dumb. And we need our hands held. If it didn't say David Coverdale's White Snake, no one would have bought it. Well, we're not stupid, okay? Hollywood, corporations, music industry, whoever you are, we're not stupid, okay? We can figure things out. So they ended David Coverdale won, and they ended up just calling it one word, White Snake. Now, before I get any more into the album, or not into the album, any more into the trivia and facts of the album. I want to play the first track for you. Because like I said, most of you are familiar with, you know, the 80s. Tanya Katane, Here I Go Again, which are good songs. I'm not, you know, they're good songs, but this was a different style, different sound. This is not the White Snake that you heard, you know, on those Time Life commercials back in the early 90s when you woke up at 3 in the morning. These aren't, the, this isn't the same style of music. So with that, let's get on with the first track. 
Track one on Trouble, the song's called Take Me With You. I hope you enjoy it, and I'll see you when it's over. Well, I'll just, well, I'll see you when it's over.
All right, guys. Well, that was Take Me With You, the first track off of Trouble. I hope you liked it. I I liked it very much. I thought it was an awesome album. Um, I like the way the song kicks off with the wind, which I don't know if you just heard me. But I love that opening. I don't know if you even heard that. But, uh, yeah, I like that. that I, I like it so much I'm still sitting here like a dumbass doing it. But I'll stop. Um, but, yeah, this was their first album. Um, they were big in the U.K., obviously. They were big in Europe. And they were really big in Japan. Um, when this album came out, um, they toured 18 days straight, 18 days in a row, doing concerts in the U.K. to promote the album. And the very last show they did, they filmed it. Because the record company people in Japan didn't want to just blindly accept them. They wanted to hear how they sounded live. So they recorded it and sent it to them. Now, eventually, this I do believe this concert got released on uh, on video. Um, back in those days, it was called VHS. I do believe it got released on video, that, Jap- that Japanese concert. <clears throat> but Japan loved it. And the rest is history. Now... I didn't get this album in the 70s, obviously. I didn't even get it in the early 80s. Um, David Coverdale wanted to make it big in America. Just wasn't working, you know. These They weren't picking up these albums. Because they have other ones, like Saints and Sinners and Come and Get It. They, you know, they had other albums. Um, Saints and Sinners was in 82. Love Hunter was in 79, which was after this one. Come and Get It in 81. So they were still putting out albums. They just weren't, they just weren't, they just weren't getting it. They just weren't getting... America just wasn't getting into it. I don't know why. It sounded good. I don't know. But it just wasn't getting bought here. So he had to change the sound. And that's where we get White Snake from 1987. Now, this is me just speculating. So I could be talking straight full out of my ass. But I think the reason the 87 album was just called White Snake, it had nothing else, it was just White Snake, I think that was done because it was a rebranding. They didn't just they didn't just change up a few things. Got all new members of the band. Totally changed the way it sounded. It went from the sound that you just heard to the hair metal sound. Yeah, Coverdale sings the same way regardless. But the back the backing, all the track that 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 sounded a lot different in '87 than it did in '79 uh, or '78. So I believe that that's why that was just called White Snake. They wanted to debut here and you know think it was a new album. Now, that was in 87. Now, I didn't get this album, Trouble, until I think probably like 88, maybe 89, when Geffen Records, which is I think his record label, was re-releasing the old albums. And I don't know how well they sold. I don't know because I couldn't find any information about it. So I heard, so it's weird. That, that, that's how, you know, I heard White Snake, the 87 White Snake. I loved it. I liked it. I liked White Snake. But then my dad, because he's in the record business, he brought home all the the, the 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 back catalog stuff that Geffen re-released, and I'm like, this is the same group. I could tell by the voice, but I was like, man, I you know, I, I this is boggling my mind. But I loved it, and I hope you liked it too. You know, "Take Me With You" is a very good song, and there's there's some even more there's even more good songs to come. But I just wanted to, you know, bring up the fact that. Uh, you know, I didn't. I didn't discover. I wish I had discovered White Snake in the seventies. But you know, a part of me thinks that if I had found the seventy-eight White Snake group first, 
I might have been like, oh, why they change their sound? Why they change their sound? But as an American who never heard their old way, it makes me feel that it was the right. It, it happened the way it should have. Because I liked the way they sounded now, and then I liked how they sounded before. So I might have been influenced had I gone first. It'd be like if Leonard Skinner turned into a hair band. You'd be like, what is this crap? What's wrong with you, Leonard Skinner? Why'd you do this? Or I don't know, a band, you know, doing all this cool music, and then like St. Anger came out, and you're like, what? So I just, um, I mean, it, it, I think it happened the way it was supposed to happen. You know, maybe the maybe the people in Britain didn't like the change. I don't know. If you're from Britain, if you're from the UK and you're an old person like me and you remember those days, send me an email or something. Say, hey, man, we didn't like when they went all hair metal on us. So till I hear from somebody, I'm just going to assume everybody liked their new sound and their old sound. Um, but I, the order that I heard it just made more sense to me. So we're going to move on to track two. And that is called Love to Keep You Warm. Awesome song. Once again, they're all awesome. So, uh, yeah, check out uh, Love to Keep You Warm. And uh, we'll talk again. If you want love, you got to be cool. And if you deny it. You hide it away Cause you need love to keep you warm Both night and day I could come home Late at night And after some loving Baby, it will be alright I'll give it up trying Lying my You need love to keep you warm both night and day. You gotta have love to keep you warm both night and day. You gotta have love.
Well, that was love to keep you warm both night and day gotta have love to keep you warm both night and day i know I, I i do this singing hoping that i'll get better when i do it and i know i suck at it so i don't know why i keep doing it i'll just stick to but so anyway that's a great song um some more tidbits some more tidbits um a lot of people gave, criticized them at first because, um, like I said, they were they were a blues rock. They they had that blues rock, and that's why you know he wanted to move away from the he wanted to move away from the deep purple sound. So he wanted the blues sound, and it was fine. But they were criticized really bad for their love and sex, like criticized for the innuendos and the double entendres. You know, these you know sleep. You know that other song. You know. Sweet-lipped woman be the death of me. Well, he ain't talking about her mouth, okay? We know what he's talking about. So they were criticized. He's very, you know, he 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 must have he must have liked the ladies. I like the ladies too. I don't sing about them, but maybe if I could sing, and uh, I was good at it, I mean, I can sing. Anybody can sing. Roseanne Barr sang the national anthem. That was singing. Just wasn't any good. So I can't sing good. If I could, maybe I would sing about women, but. Instead, I listen to songs about women. Um, but yeah, they got they got ridiculed for that. And uh, he was interviewed a long time, you know, not too long ago. And he was asked, you know, well, where'd you get up the where'd you get the name White Snake? What is it for? He said the band name is an euphemism for his dick. That's right, his member, his Johnson. And uh, he said, hey, if I had been from Africa, the name of the band would have been Black Snake. So. I'm assuming the ladies love being around uh, David Coverdale because uh, it's a snake. Uh, that and you know John Holmes stuff going on there. If you know who John Holmes is, um, some of you might, some of you might not. But I don't want to get into that right now because you know I know Cripple Cody knows who John Holmes is and can guarantee you that. So anyway. Let's get on to the next track. This is the third track on the album called Lie Down. And in parentheses, it says a modern love song. So check it out.
right, well, that was track three, Lie Down, A Modern Love Story. Lie down, I think I love you. Lie down, I think I care. Now, come on. that This is straight up, you know, a horny dude singing a song to a lady. Because uh, there's no other way around it. So, like I said, the innuendos and euphemisms of these songs. But uh, great song, great song. Now, the original lineup, this was a six-man band, which... There wasn't a lot of six man bands back in the six uh the back in the seventies. So it was a six man band. I'm gonna name all these uh, band members who were uh part of this album. Probably won't know many of them if you know any of them. But uh Mickey Moody, Neil Murray, Bernie Marston, Dave the Duck Dowell, John Lord, and obviously David Coverdale. And like I said earlier, he's the only member who stayed consistent, which makes sense since Originally, it was just supposed to be him with White Snake behind him. You know, David Coverdale's White Snake. So it makes sense that he would be uh, the only member because it's basically his band. You know, like Kiss and Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley. You know, you remove, you could, as long as Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley are there, it's always going to be Kiss. Well, as long as David Coverdale's in it, it's always going to be White Snake. So most bands don't lose everybody but just one person. You know, some bands, you know, keep they 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 replace members but usually one or two of them and well we'll case one usually two of them at least survive the entire time the band's around it's weird seeing just the one guy but uh yeah those were the those were the members of the band now white snake's still together they're still together um they got you know a bunch of different people now but uh they're still together but more on that uh not a moron more on that later Right now, I'm going to play you track four, which is Day Tripper. And yes, you may be asking yourself, that sounds familiar. Yes, this is a cover of the Beatles classic Day Tripper. Um, and it's a very good cover, too. So I hope you enjoy it. So here we go. Track four, Day Tripper.
All right, that was Day Tripper. And like I said, Beatles cover. I think that's a really good, really good, uh, uh, a really good uh, cover of Day Tripper. It's one of my favorite Day Tripper covers. I don't know if anybody else has done it, so that might be a stupid statement on, on my behalf. But I'm a big, I, I like White Snake's cop, uh, copy, their version of Day Tripper. So now before I get on to any more of the album, before I move, continue this musical journey with you, I'd like to bring up the fact that we have new shirts in our store. That's right, new shirts from all the other great hosts, people who are way better than I'll ever be. Um, there's some new shirts. Um, I just got mine in the mail the other day for Grandpa the Grandpa's Playlist. And uh, I got to go back and order more shirts. But hey, the economy is not so good right now, so I have to spread out my purchases. If I could have, if I had the money, I would have laid down all my money and bought every single shirt. But you got to take it a little bit as little baby steps. But you can go over. You can buy a Grandpa's Playlist. You can buy a uh, Roads on the Rocks. You can buy a Cody's Hot Seat. And I mean, if you really want, you can buy something with Poe on it. Eh. Um, but uh, yeah, head over to T public and, uh, I don't want to sit here and ramble on, you know, hashtag, hashtag space, backspace, little squiggly line. So I'm just going to tell you, go over to tpublic.com and up there in that little search bar, type in all one word, rabbit in red radio. That's rabbit in red radio and pick up a cool shirt. Um, they're always doing sales here and there, so you might be able to pick one up at a lower price if that's your case. But like I said, you ain't got to buy one that says Grandpa's Playlist. You don't want to show me love, that's fine. Nobody loves me anyway. But if you want to show love for somebody else, then buy one of their shirts. You're, you're helping out the network. You're helping us. It'll help us grow so we can reach out to other people because, hey, we need more. We need more roads on the rocks. Well, at least we need more people to listen to it. We need more people to watch Cody's Hot Seat and watch the 'er ne'er-do-wells. We have a lot of quality entertainment here on Rabbit and Red Radio. And notice I left myself out because I was talking about quality entertainment. If you want to, you know, if you want to listen to something that's bad or watch something bad, you can always, you know, keep listening to this show. Or you can watch, you know, Living Living in the Past. But... All jokes aside, check out the store, tpublic.com. In the search box, put Rabbit in Red Radio, all one word. Check out the shirts, different colors, different designs. Poe did an awesome job on making all these shirts. So check us out, T-Public. All right, now we're going to move on to track five. Track five is called Nighthawk Vampire Blues. It's a very good song, and I really hope you guys enjoy it. So here you go with Nighthawk.
was Nighthawk, Vampire Blues. Very good song. Like I said, this is a very blues heavy. You can see where he changed. David Coverdale's covered it all. Huh. Coverdale cover. He, um, he did the Deep Purple stuff. Then he did this blues stuff. Then he did the hair metal. He's like ran the gambit. He's even, which I might do, he did an album with Jimmy Page. Um, I might do that one day. Because that's an album that had like a few songs I liked, but the rest I just couldn't get into. But I can't always do the music that I like. I need to branch out sometimes and play some music that I think is just okay, because you may like it. So, Because the purpose of the show isn't just to play you some music and entertain you. I'm not very entertaining. That was my goal. I failed. But if I am to be perfectly honest, I just... I, I Like I said, I don't know if I mentioned this on the Bad Out of Hell. I want people to remember good music. I'm not going to sit here and judge if the music nowadays is good or bad. I mean, certain albums I will. Like, yes, St. Anger, to me, was awful. To me, Vince Neil shouldn't be singing anymore. But doesn't mean Motley Crue isn't good music. Doesn't mean Motley the Metallica is not good music. It's just some things I didn't like. But you might. People need to remember music. We need to remember. It, it It just broke my heart, and I'm sure it broke a lot of other people's hearts. I do believe it broke John Rhodes' heart for sure. The whole freaking Master of Puppets thing with Stranger Things. You know, people, it's just, I don't, you know, people are going nuts right now on the internet. Man, I put ice cream, I put, I got an ice cream from McDonald's and put Coke in it. This is delicious. Like this generation just now figured out Coke floats. We've been having Coke floats for so long. I mean, my goodness. So I just want people to remember the music. I want people to look back and be like, White Snake existed before this White Snake? Wow, that's interesting. To keep music alive. That's why I do this show. That's why I like to do the show over on uh, B-Movie TV. I like music, and I think you can like new stuff, man. Love the new stuff. Rock out to the new stuff. Think the new stuff's probably the, the, the best you could ever listen to. I'm fine with that. But remember the past. Remember the past. This There's some great music out there. And this album is one of them. Um, it's got that blues rock sound. It's a, it, And see, here's the thing. This album's got that blues rock sound. So did Led Zeppelin, like I did my last episode. Led Zeppelin 2 was heavily blues influenced. But they sound different. They sound different. And that's what I like about music. You can be in a genre with many other uh, uh, many other artists, but each one of you can stand out. Yes, I know in the 80s heyday of the hair bands, at least, there were a lot of bands that sounded alike. But let's be honest. <clears throat> How many bands in the 90s sounded alike? You know, everything sounded like it was off. Every song I used to hear that was popular on the radio could have been right off the soundtrack for American Pie. So music goes through the phase where everybody sounds alike. But there's always going to be standouts. Even in the 70s, you could be like, who is that? I've heard them before, but they sound like this band. Is it true? You know, there's, there's always going to be a disturbed out there. Where everything's the same. No matter what side of the track, no matter which album you grab off the shelf, if it's Disturbed, it's Disturbed. It's the same thing. Do I like Disturbed? Yes, I'm guilty of liking I like Nickelback, so you can all go to hell. Um, Just kidding. Don't go to hell. I'm just saying. I like music. I don't care what the... I'm one of those people that don't do no hashtag canceling. If I like your music, I'll listen to it. I don't care if you rob a bank. You want to go out and rob a bank? You know, blow up a bus full of nuns, go ahead and do it. I'm still going to take your album off the shelf and listen to it every once in a while because your music didn't do nothing. So I'm one of those that I just don't care what you did. But I'm rambling, and I'm not even talking about Whitesnake. So, yes, that was Nighthawk Vampire Blues. Now, the next one is track six. It's called The Time is Right for Love. So check it out.
Well, that was The Time is Right for Love. Hope you're enjoying the album so far. I hope you're, if you're familiar with the album, I hope you're having a good time listening to it again. This is the first time you've ever heard of the album. I really hope you're enjoying it. Um, I hope your music tastes let you enjoy it. You know, some people just can't like certain music. I I don't like R&B soul. I have a problem with rap, but I don't like R&B soul. I don't like gospel I like country, I like rap, I like rock, I like metal, I like pop. 
you know, I can sing with the best of them. Our house in the middle of our street, our house in the middle of our street. So, you know, I love, I love music. You'll come to learn over the course of till Michael J cancels me. You'll get the idea that yes, this guy is a music fiend. I'm not just a fan. I'm a music fiend. You know, they have marks that, you know, he's a wrestling mark. Well, I'm a music mark. I love music. So, yeah, that was the time is right for love. Um, when I first got this album, it, it, that first song with the, you know, the whole, I'm going to do it again because I like doing it. I loved, I love that song just grew on me instantly. Some of the rest of these took a little while to grow. Uh, towards the end of the album, it took a little while to grow. Like Nighthawk, I like, but took a little while. Time is Right for Love, once again, I like it, but it took some time to grow on me. Um, even the title track, which I'm going to play for you next, even that took a little while to grow on me. Um, I'm one of those kind of guys, sometimes it takes a few listens. But there ain't nothing wrong with that. If you listen to an album a couple times and you're like, man, I just don't get it, then you're not going to get it. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just time to move on to something else. This one... Some of the songs took a little while, but I was overloading with White Snake because, like I said, I have the original White Snake album from the States, the hairband version, you know, the hairband from 87. And when I got my hands on the re-releases, you know, I didn't because my dad was in the business. I didn't have to wait and buy one and then wait till I had some money. He brought me all of them. He brought me all of the pre-87 White Snake albums. And so I was trying to absorb them like a sponge. So it took a while because I was hopping from album to album. Oh, I don't like this song. I'd put this album on. Oh, I don't like this one. I'm going to put this one on. And then eventually I list, I would actually calm down and just sit and listen. And I was like, man, these albums are these albums are freaking gold. So I don't know how it is for you guys, but that's how it was for me. Um, good stuff. So, yes, um, now we're going now. Not we. There's no we. I'm here all alone in my basement. Um, I am going to play now for you track seven, which is the title track. Now, I brought this up before in other albums. Um, well, maybe not on the show. Maybe I'm confusing when I did some Halloween stuff for the upcoming B-Movie TV. Um, anyway, I uh, a lot of bands, you know, the title track's usually up at the top, or you know, but it's very rare to find it so low on the, on the album. So, this is track seven, to, the, the title track of the album, and it's called Trouble. Here you go. Run. 
Well, that was the title track called Trouble. Um, good song. Like I said, it took a little while to grow on me. I'd have to say the first part of the album. Track one, two, three, four, and then uh, eight were uh, enjoyable songs for me. Um, the rest of them, like I said, took a little while to grow. Uh, I hope you like them. I hope this is. I hope this influences some of you to go to your favorite favorite streaming service because I know it's expensive to buy albums, and I'd prefer you to buy an album from a band you like, but make sure you like them first. You know, back in the day, people would pirate music, and then Lars came to your house and beat you up and sued you. Um, a lot of people who pirated songs would still eventually go buy the album. Some of us just buyer beware. We don't want to buy something that we don't like. And then nowadays you can drop $10, get streaming, and most likely you like it. You put it on your playlist and you never go out and buy it. I'm all, I'm all for putting some money in the artist's pocket if it's something you really like. So uh, make sure you uh, you like this album or you're more interested. You know, maybe I'm not, maybe, you know, don't go right out and buy it, but head over to your favorite streaming service, whether it be Apple or Google or. You know, uh, YouTube, which is Google. I don't know what I'm going on about. Pandora, Spotify, whoever. Find the album. Listen to it. Give it a try. And if you like it and you really just can't bring yourself because, you know, in this day and age, no one buys physical media no more, bro. So if that's how you feel about things, then add it to your playlist. But listen to it every once in a while, you know. Let them get that nickel for a listen, you know. Um, This is a good album. It's really worth the listen. So with that... We're going to head on into track eight, which is Belgium Tom's Hat Trick. Yes, Belgium Tom's Hat Trick. Check it out.
Well, that was Belgian Tom's hat trick. Now, we all know that is obviously instrumental. Now, you didn't get a lot of instrumental songs back in the day, at least not from my recollection. Watch me do a couple of albums here that have instrumental tracks, and I got to eat my words. But I don't remember instrumental tracks being, yeah, some bands did it. Pink Floyd was really big on instrumental tracks, but not a lot. Um, This is a good one. I like it. I like an album that does something different, gives you a little break. It's like, oh, David, David, David. Hey, David's not in this song. You know, and he doesn't, you know, so it, but it's a good song. It, it's being an instrumental. I like it. And it's like I said, it's got that blue sound. So it's, uh, and not, I know not a lot of people like instrumental music. That's what I'm getting at. I know I'm rambling, but I'm old. When you get old and you ramble, then I'll make fun of you. So keep making fun of me. Pick on the old, pick on the elderly while you're at it. Yeah, that's what that's the best thing to do. I'm just kidding. I'm a really nice guy. I love everyone. I don't love everyone. If you give me a reason to not love you, I won't love you. But all these guys around here on Rabbit and Red, I love those guys. Not in that way. Don't start smirking and spreading rumors. I just love them. They're awesome. They're all a bunch of great guys. I got in with a bunch of great guys. I, I can't say I can't say anything more about Rabbit and Red. I mean, all of them, all of them, great guys and gals, but great guys, great guys. Unfortunately, I really haven't met the gals here, so I don't know if they are good. They could all be a bunch of, you know, meany old ladies. <laughs> no, I'm sure they're nice. I just haven't met them. But everybody that I, but you, you watch their shows, they're awesome. Everybody at Rabbit and Red's awesome, except me. I'm I'm not that awesome because, you know, I'm a big old grandpa and I'm a troll. I'm a big troll. Oof, I've gotten in trouble because I trolled. I've upset people I didn't even mean to upset because I troll. I like to troll. So anyway, let's move on to the next track. I know we're flowing here. I know my last couple of episodes have been long, but there's really not much trivia about White Snake. I mean, if I was dealing with the newer stuff, I could probably find, you know, three hours worth of information to give you. But there wasn't a lot... A lot of information. I mean, they were a band, and people in Europe and UK and Japan loved them. But what the, you know, were they were they the band you write home about? No. Did they write classic albums like Rolling Stones or The Who or Elton John or Led Zeppelin? No. Are they good albums? Well, fuck yeah, they're good albums. But are they like you know, God, they they should be on Rolling Stones top? No, they're just good albums. To me, they're classic. To me, they're gold. But I can be honest. Just because I like them, I don't have to be, you know, opinionated and biased. Oh, it's the greatest thing ever. Don't you don't you talk Leaf White Snake alone? I'm not gonna do that. It's a good album, but let's be honest, it's not like, you know, like I said, it's nothing to write home about. So let's get on with track nine called Free Flight. Check it out.
All right, well, that was Free Flight, the ninth track on the album. Now, we're down to only one track left. So, I think we should just get right into it. And then I'll finish off the show, and you guys can go back to listening to uh, a good show over there on demand of uh, Roads on the Rocks. So, yeah, let's get right into the last track, and uh, we'll close out the show afterwards. So, this is track 10 called Don't Mess With Me. Check it out. Well, that was track 10, Don't Mess With Me. And there you have it. That is 1978's White Snake debut album 
called Trouble. I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed playing it for you. Um, I don't listen to it while I record these parts, but I do listen to it once I edit it all together. And I always enjoy going back and listening to the album while I put it together. Like I said, music is the one thing that I love to death. You know, my family, my car, and then my music. But if you want to be brutally honest, it's my family and then my music. My car can go to hell because it doesn't give me entertainment. It gets me from A to B, but it doesn't entertain me. But if I'm in my car and my music's playing, now I'm entertained. But no, I just, I love music. I think music, I think we could, I don't know. I just think, I can't put my finger on the, the, the thoughts that run through my head when I listen to music. I just think it's the greatest thing, you know. It's it's like a movie or a TV show. It can bring up emotion and entertain you. But the, 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 the key here is if I sit for an hour and a half to two hours watching a movie, I'm going to be invested. And I it can trigger emotions in me. And, it, you know, movies can make you laugh. Movies can make you cry. Now, imagine having to do that same thing in, in a four-minute span. Yeah, some bands like Pink Floyd really stretch it out and give you 20-minute songs. But your average song is, you know, three to five minutes. I've got to, they've got to make, they've got to hook me and bring me in in, in that short window. That's why I like bands like King Diamond and stuff like that who do stories. Their album is a story. So it's not just one track and then the next track. It's one giant story. And I really like that kind of uh, artistic with, you know, the who did it with Tommy and, and Quadrophenia. I like that kind of thing. Because it, 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 it gives you that. But if you can take a song and in five minutes give me goosebumps, bring some tears to my eyes because it reminds me of something. You're an excellent songwriter. You're an excellent songwriter. And I know people will be like, well, I don't think Nickelback writes good music. And for you, they probably don't. But for somebody else, they may be like, man, that song broke my heart. And that song gave me goosebumps. It made me cry thinking of somebody. And that's what music is. It's a short little emotional burst at least it is for me and i just think everybody should spend more time listening to music nothing wrong with movies and tv but it just i think it's it's i think it's more challenging to get to somebody and hit an emotional chord with them in five minutes than it is in an hour and a half um that's just how i feel so i hope you enjoy this white snake album uh the white snake album that i gave you today um, I'll probably revisit White Snake, but I gotta spread it out. So I, I I don't know. I know what's coming next, and I'll get to that in a second. But I don't know what's coming up um in November. Um, but like I said, I'll try to find some more rare stuff. I don't I I do want to do some popular stuff. You know, I'm not gonna be throwing, hey Mickey, you're so fine, you're so funny, blah blah blah. I'm, okay. I'm not gonna be throwing anything like that at you. But I have been thinking, and I don't know if I brought it up before, I would like to do a one-hit wonder special here and there where I can pick a handful of songs that, you know, that's it. It's all you heard. Tony Basil's Mickey. Never heard of Tony Basil before or after. This that Mickey. That's what she'll always be known for. So I'm hoping to, you know, I can there's a lot I can experiment with. And either you'll like it or you won't. I'm not gonna not gonna hurt my feelings if I do something you don't like because I'm in agreement. You can't like everything. Um, John Rhodes puts on a great show. Some of the songs he puts on there I don't like. Some of them I do like. It's just the way of the world. Doesn't make me stop listening to him because he's going to introduce me to something maybe I haven't heard, and that's and that's a wonderful thing because I love music. 
So that brings me to October. Yes, October. Now, I'm not going to tell you what the albums are because I don't want to spoil anything. But the two shows in October, I think it's two shows in October. Yeah, because, yeah. Um, I'm doing Halloween-themed. Now, it's not Halloween music. I'm not doing the John Silverton twist. I'm not doing, uh, you know, Halloween per se music. But it's music that when I used to hear it, it would make me think of Halloween, and they're you know, and they and they would put on some great Halloween shows. Um, so I'm doing two bands, um, and I'm doing two albums on each show. So it's not going to be just one album. I'm doing two albums on those shows, and it's going to be a little bit more about the music than you know me. I'm still going to talk because that's what I like to do, and it would be boring if I just you know let it go and didn't say nothing. Because my thing is talking. I like talking. Um, so it's going to be two. So I hope you guys check me out for the Halloween episodes. Because I think you're going to enjoy them. It's it's going to be... I feel it's going to be good. Like I said, it's going to be two. One Saturday, it'll be two albums. The next Saturday, it'll be two albums. Then we'll get into November and it'll be back to normal. Um, until Christmas. Um, now, I'm not going to do the whole... I'm, I'm not that... I like Christmas. I like breaking out all my uh, specials on TV. I got a huge selection of DVDs. Uh, from Halloween, from Charlie Brown to Garfield to the to the ones that are stop motion, claymation, you know, R- Rudolph, and you know, I love I love holiday movies, um, but I'm not a big Christmas person. I put the tree up, I put the lights up. I like to see the kids' enjoyment and the kids' faces because when I was a kid, I enjoyed Christmas. As an adult, I'm not so big on it because I have to spend a lot of money and I'm cheap, so Christmas isn't that big for me. So I'm going to just do one little Christmas episode right towards the whatever show is right before Christmas. I'm going to do a Christmas. I haven't figured out which album I'm going to do, but I'm going to do a Christmas album nonetheless. And uh, so I hope you'll enjoy it. So, yes, I'm going to have a Halloween thing. So I hope you join. hope you join me in October for Grandpa's Playlist Spooky Editions because, you know, spooky. It's Halloween. Um. I laid uh I laid out the t-shirts for you earlier. So how about Patreon? That's right. Head over to patreon.com backslash rabbit and red radio network one. That's radio rabbit and red radio network and the number one. We have two tiers, two dollar tier and a five dollar tier. Um it helps out. We're trying to grow. And 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 in and in this day and age, it's it's digital, it's high tech. Um <coughs> we, we it takes money. Well, let's be honest. It takes money. And we'd like to grow. We'd like to become bigger than we are now. We want to reach a lot more people. We want to bring joy to other people's lives or anger, however you want to look at it. But it's entertainment any way you look at it. And we want to entertain the masses. And in order to do that, sometimes, you, well, not sometimes, you need some money. But like I said, we have two tiers over there at Patreon, Rabbit and Red Radio Network, uh, one, we have uh, diff- two tiers, a $2 tier and a $5 tier. Now, I myself do the $5 tier because I like this network and I like everything that goes on and I like the people involved and I want to see it continue. So I'm doing my part and I'm up there on that $5 tier. I'm not asking you to do the $5 tier. $2 tier is just as good, but it's just, it's a month. It's just $2. It's just $2. And if you sign up now, they don't charge you to the beginning of the first month. Well, all of October is free. So if you signed up, if you sign up, you know, 
Well, by the time you hear this, it's already going to be October. If you sign up, your card will not be charged. You can get the entire month of October for free. And he's and they were doing that as, as doing that as an appreciation. Um, we really would like your support. So if you really like what you're listening to, skip a cheeseburger just just one time in the entire month and just lay two dollars down. That's all, just two dollars. And hey, if you can't do it, you can't do it. I'm not going to sit here and say we're not going to be around if you don't do Patreon. No, we're still going to be here. It would just really help us grow. And all the stuff you're listening to now isn't going away. It's not like we're going to hide everything behind a paywall. But there's some cool stuff going on over at the Patreon. Special shows that have been done and and this, that, and the other that you can, you know, there's there's benefits. Just head over to patreon.com backslash rabbit and red radio network one, the number one, and just read up on it. Check it out. And don't forget to head over to uh, Rabbit and Red Radio over on YouTube and watch some of the great podcasts we have, Ne'er Do Wells. Uh, crossing the streams, which I'm a part of Cody's hot seat, which, you know, who knows one day, maybe he'll put me in the hot seat. Um, I don't know. Cause sometimes I feel like I'm on the hot seat on crossing the stream. So maybe I'm always on Cody's hot seat. Um, mind jacked. Of course you got, uh, Lacey and Dan and, uh, Michael J with rabbit and red radio, a rabbit and red. And you obviously have uh, me with Living in the Past. And if Poe and me ever can get together again, um, you'll get a film junkies. But uh, there's some great stuff going on there. And then, you know, we also have the website, rabbitredradio.com, where you can hear the audio shows on demand. If you miss them live, you can go back and listen to them again. And we're also on all the favorite, all your, your favorite podcasts. So check us out. We want to grow. Give us a helping hand. And uh, that's that. So don't forget, next week, Roads on the Rocks. And uh, then I'll be back for the start of the Halloween. So I hope you enjoyed it. I know I like to ramble a lot. Probably piss you off, but that's what I do. Not I, I don't try to piss you off. I just ramble. So, uh, yeah. Until next time, I'm Grandpa the Nerd, uh, a.k.a. Oh, no, I'm Paul, a.k.a. Grandpa the Nerd. Oh, yeah, before you go, if you watch The Music Moment, my other show on B-Movie TV... Don't forget to check me out all of October. I have Halloween spooky season uh, episodes of the Music Moment. And then there's a lot of good stuff going on. And uh, when you're not watching uh, B-Movie TV, head over to Rabbit and Red TV and check that out. Um, either way you go, you are gonna you can win. And uh, yeah, so don't forget to check all that out. So until next time, like I said just a couple seconds ago, I'm Paul, a.k.a. Grandpa the Nerd. This is uh, Grandpa's Playlist, and uh, enjoy your time till we meet again. See ya. All right, guys, that wraps up another episode of Grandpa's Playlist. Until we meet again, remember, music is the one thing that truly can bring us all together. This is Grandpa the Nerd, signing off.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.